With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Tuesday, Dan and the Dan at Dan Patrick Show. We'll recap the college football weekend. Greg McElroy, former Alabama quarterback who was on the call, Notre Dame and Florida State. He will stop by in about 15 minutes from now. While college football seems to be moving towards consolidating its most powerful schools, smaller programs made a big statement over the weekend. One of the surprising storylines in college football, six FCS teams beating FBS teams. FCS teams, formerly known as Division I AA, don't normally beat ranked teams. Think of Appalachian State shocking number five Michigan. That was back in 2007. I'm not sure Montana's win is quite as dramatic, but this weekend served as a reminder that there's more parity in college football than we uh, think. East Tennessee State beat Vandy. Holy Cross topped Connecticut. UC Davis outlasted Tulsa. South Dakota State blew out Colorado State. Even some of the losses were impressive. Northern Iowa gave Iowa State all it could handle. It's true that Alabama's and Ohio State's and Clemson's of the world have uh, play at a different level, but but maybe we haven't given FCS teams, schools, enough credit for their ability to uh, compete against the rest of the FBS world. And I know it happens, it feels like, every year. Uh, Washington lost to Montana 13-7. to That was a big surprise. Kansas State was a winner. Kansas State over Stanford. That's not FCS, FBS, but still, that's one of those big surprises. All right, final hour, poll question, McLovin, uh, what do you have? Okay, this is the debate on this side of the glass. Would you rather win the national title as a starting quarterback, like our next guest, Greg McElroy, or the Heisman Trophy and not win a national title? Ooh. I'd rather be an individual honoree or a team honoree. Um... So I'm starting quarterback, and I win a national title, or I win a Heisman. Like a Greg McElroy or, you know, an Alabama kind of guy, mm. A.J. McCarron. Mm. Mm. I don't know if you can say as a quarterback, I would pass up on the national title to win the Heisman. I think it's one of those must-lie situations where you go, of course I want the national title. We get to celebrate. All my teammates get to celebrate. More people get to celebrate than me just winning the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, make love. But the Heisman's like the magical award, though. If it was NFL MVP, it would be different. But isn't Heisman so unique because you get that label your whole life? Well, I'll ask Greg McElroy that. Would you rather won the Heisman Trophy than the national title? Yes, Todd. I always think of how I would be introduced at some gala or event if I was speaking to some school or at some party, and it would either be a member of the 2018 championship team or Heisman Trophy winner, and the Heisman sounds a lot cooler. Okay, how many of us would take the Heisman Trophy? McLovin and Fritzy. Selfish back row. Selfish back row. <laughs> team players in the front row. There it is. 
You mean team liars in the front row? Yeah, I, I may be lying. I think I may be lying to myself and to you guys. Like there's there's good business in the Heisman. You can make money, you get invited to things, you could get sponsorships. But like Greg McElroy, he's got the hall pass at Alabama. He can go back there be a broadcaster. It's good business there too. Yeah, but if he won the Heisman, he could still go back there and yeah. have a hall pass. I yeah. I would rather have the Heisman. I'd rather. Yes, Eden. I don't. I'm not going to say that I was lying. I think I might want the Heisman too. It's yeah. just it's a harder decision than you think. Starting quarterback for a national ch- uh, championship team or the Heisman Trophy winner. Heisman's pretty great. We've got two different sizes of Penny's Bang Biscuits, bite-sized treats, perfect rewards during training sessions, or anytime you want to thank your dog for good behavior. The biscuits handmade from scratch using healthy, all-natural ingredients. 20% of all Bang Biscuit sales will be given back to hand-picked partners in the pet industry. By the way, NBC will be carrying the uh, season kickoff Thursday at 7 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Uh, Peacock. Peacock. Uh, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys taking on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Let's get some phone calls in here, even though Fritzy said let's not, but I said no. Take a couple. It's fine. Yeah, let's do that. Nick in Iowa leads us off this final hour. Hi, Nick. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. I got the best and worst of the weekend. Uh, Best was um, uh, your Hawkeyes blowing out the Indiana Hoosiers, Mm -hmm. um, 6-34. to And I'm going to give you a bonus. Uh, lamest of the weekend was um, the Iowa State Cyclones um, getting barely beat, or barely winning uh, by the UNI Panthers. The worst of the weekend was Indiana um, not spelling jerseys or their name correctly on the jersey. And then one quick question: When are we going to get a Jimmy Jimerson shirt from you guys? Oh, thanks. Um, uh, I don't know. Thank you, Nick. Uh, Jimmy Jimerson is our uh, resident insider. It's kind of a combination of a former player or maybe former coach or an NFL insider. But uh, Jimmy Jimerson, uh, in fact, Jimmy Jimerson joins us right now. What do you think of the Cowboys' chances on Thursday night, Jimmy? Well, right now, everybody, there's two storylines that everyone's following, okay? Uh, Obviously, Cowboys opening up the season against the defending world champions mm-hmm. in the Tampa Bay Bucks. that's going to be a tough challenge for them, mm. the defending world champion. That is going to be a true test okay. of this Cowboys team. That's something that people are looking at. Another storyline that's developing is a T-shirt. Uh, right now, I have no information about a Jimmy Jimerson T-shirt, but mm. people are wondering, will there be one? Uh, that's the latest update on both fronts. Back that, to you. That's Jimmy Jimerson. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that. That's why we have him as our resident insider. He didn't give me a National Football League or to a man. No to a man. Yeah. No. Got to throw in the National Football League. And, and you know what? I didn't do a QB1 either. Mm. That's, that's, a, that's the big one this year. Last year was to a man. This year's QB1. Yes, Tom. Jimmy Jimerson's very big on that's what people are wondering right now. Some people are wondering. <laughs> I love that part. I mean, I mean, we're talking about the Dallas Cowboys here, okay? Okay? I mean, do people understand that? We're talking about the Dallas Cowboys, okay? It feels like you could be an analyst. On I heard an, this this morning on, on the TV. Show. This, I heard the same line this morning. The Dallas Cowboys. They slow down. Yeah, okay. Okay, I mean, do I mean, do people even understand that right now? Okay, we are talking about the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, mm. <sighs> <laughs> we do this when the show is over. We still do our Jimmy Jimmersons, our impersonation. Uh, yes, McLove. The only information Seton actually gave there was that Dallas plays Tampa Bay on Thursday night at eight thirty. Yep. And still sounded like something. It was amazing. It was actually the scheduling of the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like we didn't know who's playing. Who's playing on Thursday night? The Dallas, Cow- the Dallas Cowboys okay. Okay. are playing on Thursday night against the world champion Buccaneers. <laughs> Someone has to win the opener. And somebody has to lose this opener. Not necessarily. TB1, TB12. Yeah. And I can tell you this, 0-1 is not the way the Cowboys want to start this season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Nor do the Buccaneers, I know. for that matter. I mean, we're talking about the defending champions, okay? <laughs> Facing the Dallas. The Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Okay? Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today? What up, though? Love Jimmy Jimerson. That guy is special right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a uh, Avatar Streetwalker, Blue Hose, anybody? <laughs> what up, though, Dad? Listen, 
the Michigan game. And unbeknownst to me, this person was kind of high up in the Michigan organization. The horses that usually say, do not enter, you enter. And the way that they're doing vaccinations is you get approached by a guard and they just ask, if you had to show proof of vaccination, would you be able to? Yes. So we go a little further. She gets out, and by me getting her to the to the arena in time, she offers to let me watch the game for a minute. And I don't indulge in hyperbole usually, Dan, but J.J. McCarthy, oh, my God, I, I think I'm going to go get me a jersey today. I honestly do. Michigan's quarterback is spectacular. It really is. Sad part is, didn't want worst of the weekend, didn't have my phone with me, and couldn't stay to see the entire game. But the guy can ball. I understand it's only Western Michigan, but as I said Friday, <laughs> all I want for Christmas is to beat Ohio. That's it. Yeah, well, you might beat Ohio, but not Ohio State. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. That was like T-ball. Yeah, and, and, and maybe Michigan has finally found their quarterback. Finally. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, Jamie in South Carolina. Hi, Jamie. What's on your mind? Best and worst of the weekend. Um, hey, Dan. First time, long time. Thank you for taking my call. My best of the weekend is South Carolina's graduate assistant turned, t- turned QB through four first-half touchdowns, and I have no worse because college football is back. Thank you, Dan. All right. Well, thank you, Jamie. Jesse in Los Angeles. Hi, Jess. Welcome back. Hey, ADP. Gentlemen, I uh, hope the long weekend was stellar. I'm going to get my best and worst, unfortunate worst. Uh, the best for Bruins, obviously, taking care of business at home versus LSU. I went to the game. It was an electric atmosphere. Fun to be back at college football game, and even more fun to not have to take beverages into it. My worst, hearing about the passing of Michael Kenneth Williams. I want to let you know, you guys, it was your show that you introduced me to The Wire, which is the greatest show of all time to me. And subsequently introduced me to the actor he was. He was one of those performers that stole every scene he was in. And obviously, Omar Little is one of the best characters ever written in that show. So if I can just say, if you come at the King, you best not miss. Rest in peace, Mr. Williams. But Dan, on a lighter note, you mentioned UCLA handling the LSU like an SEC team. So my question here is, is UCLA sort What happened? We lost him. It's like the line dropped. Yes, it did. Um, Fernando in California. Hi, Fernando. Hey, what's going on, Dad? Hey, Fernando. Oh, I just got a best of the best and a worst. My best is going to the Green Day concert at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> they rocked the house. That was awesome. Uh, my other best was actually trying the Moose Craft Barbecue in Los Angeles. I highly recommend it. Extremely tender. You don't need a knife to cut with. Um, and my worst is paying $16 for a beer at Dodger Stadium. Horrible. Wow. wow. All, yeah. right. All right. Thank you, Fernando. That's a lot of money for a beer. Yes, it is. Yeah. What's, where is the most expensive beer? i got to believe Yankee Stadium is up there, too. Now, I don't know how big the beer is. I don't know if anybody comes close to you know, Los Angeles or New York. Yes, that was always one of those things when you're a kid and you want to go to a bar, right? And say, like, I'd be, you know, I don't know, 19 or something, and me and two of my friends were throwing five bucks each and get a 30-pack. You're like, all right, we got beers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you start like going to a bar, and you're like, what do you mean $2 a beer or $4 a beer? $16 a beer. Yeah. Who has the most expensive beers in sports? Yeah, Paul. I'm looking it up, and I can't find many venues of any type sports-wise with beers over $12. That's the highest number I'm finding. This guy said he got a $16 beer. Maybe it was like a special edition, but a cup. They always have the uh, the one, the premium is higher than the domestic those kinds of things. Mm. So maybe he's got some super hazy IPA. <laughs> it's going to cost you a little more. Double IPA. Yeah. yeah. I think I was uh, drinking Narragansett. <laughs> yeah, buddy. There you go. This weekend, I, I, I went to... Uh, Hi, neighbor. Hi, neighbor. <laughs> I went to the Jersey Shore to the Stone Pony, uh, Asbury Park. Love it. It's on Southside Johnny in the Asbury Jukes. Yes, Paul. Is there a beer indigenous to the state of New Jersey? Because Rhode Island has Narragansett. But is, is there a beer that people in New Jersey like? In, in uh, Pennsylvania, Rolling Rock is big. Yeah. It's like the state beer. Yeah. Uh, La Trobe? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I wonder if there's a state beer in New Jersey. State beer in New Jersey? I don't know. It might be like uh, Natty or, Ice. Coors Light? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I used to always drive by a Budweiser. There's a big Anheuser-Busch uh, like plant. Plant there? There, yeah, by where I grew up. Yeah, I don't know. I hadn't heard of a Jersey beer. 
Hence, uh, you know, if I had uh, Narragansett. It's a little sour, kind of smelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, McClellan. What was that Ohio beer with the funny name that you used to tell us about? Like Oda Blue or something? Or uh, Oda Blue? Yeah, it started with an O. You always say there's like a cheer of Bengals fans drink it. Well, hmm. Oh, oh. Uh, um, Hootapool. Or... Oh, get moody with Hootie. Hoot- yes, you always just say that. Yeah, rock and roll with a Hootapool. Sorry, yeah, Hootapool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hootapool. Is that still around? Or? Uh, I don't think you ever get rid of a beer like that. But uh, I just remember my, we never took my dad's beer because he always had Stroh's, Schlitz, or Hootapool, and sometimes Blatt's. Peels was a big one. With your dad? Yeah, my grandfather always had a, a couple cans of Peels. But aren't there certain beers they just don't sound like they could taste good? Like, does Blatt's sound like it could possibly taste good? It sounds like more like what happens after. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what happened? Oh, oh Blatt's. Blatt's. <laughs> Blatt's. Yes, Tom. And what do you do with beer besides drink it? I remember the Peels commercial was Peels. It's a good drinking beer as opposed to what you would do with the beer. I don't know. Peels, it's a good drinking beer. I never understood that. What's Other the, people just pour it and they don't actually drink it. Coors, Coors is the banquet beer. Yeah. Give me a good Schlitz and a Stogie. Um, Give me a good Schlitz and a Stogie. Miller, champagne, a bottle beer. Mm. High life. <laughs> Miller, high life. Yes, Todd. How about give me the biggest steak you got and a bottle of Lowenbrow. Oh. Here's to good friends. I used to love that. I don't drink beer at all, but he was so excited. He's at the restaurant. Give me the biggest steak you got. And a bottle of Lowenbrow. Tonight, let it be Lowenbrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Night is kind of special. Well, remember, um, was it Miklo? Lovely. But didn't, uh, didn't they have a song like that? It's Miklo. I forget what it was. Yes, Miklo. Uh, Paul? Chris Berman had a Bermanism off the Lowenbrow. It was uh, John, let it be Lowenstein. Yeah. John, tonight, let it be low and steep. Yep. Yeah, instead of low and brown. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. More phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, one of the great stories over the weekend was Mac Milton made his comeback for Florida State after suffering a devastating injury three years ago with Central Florida. He's going to join us on the program tomorrow. Talk about that comeback. Seven surgeries got in and nearly led Florida State to the upset win. Greg McElroy was the color analyst on that game, and uh, we'll talk to Greg. He'll join us coming up next. 17 after the hour, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love pick six. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. More phone calls coming up. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Tyrod Taylor starting for the Texans. I'm not surprised. What I am surprised about is the lack of information that is coming from the Texans or any of these press conferences from the reporters covering the team from the NFL. Deshaun Watson is a healthy scratch. Do the Texans not want to play him? Does the NFL not want him to play? Just feels like nothing's changed since March. And if I'm the media, I would say we're not leaving the press conference so we have some clarity here. Yeah, Paulie. The last stories you could find, and it's all, it's not direct quotes, but Deshaun Watson met with David Culley, the new coach, back in uh, February, late February. And the headlines that came out of that was report, Deshaun Watson met with David Culley, refuses to play for the Texans. You can find a lot of that stuff. But. Okay, but if he doesn't want to play, then why am I paying him? But, but I don't know if they're paying him $10 million to not play. He doesn't want to play. Why am I paying you? We want you to play. Or do they? That's late February that article came out. Crazy. Greg McElroy, ABC ESPN College Football Analyst, former Alabama quarterback, led Bama to a national title in 2010. Greg was on the call for Notre Dame, Florida State on Sunday night. He's got Texas at Arkansas. That will be coming up this Saturday at 7 Eastern. Greg, thanks for joining us. Great to see you again. Let me start with our poll question. You can win a national championship or you can be the Heisman Trophy winner. Which one would you take? Since you've won a national title, would you trade in the 2010 national championship to be named the Heisman Trophy winner? Uh, I think your ability to live on forever uh, as an individual would be better as the Heisman Trophy winner, Dan. But I would never trade in my national championship knowing that, that collectively <laughs> we're able to earn that together. You know, just like you and the Danettes. Like, would you really trade an individual accolade? But is it better to achieve something? Hold on for a second. We got uh, a bad connection. I think I actually heard him say that he would rather win the national title than the Heisman. So I know that there was a bad connection there. Yeah, but, that's a classic uh, bad connection. Oh, I can't answer the question. Yeah. No, I wouldn't do this thing. Yeah. Uh, do we have Greg back? Yes, McLovin. Yeah, the corollary question. Would you rather win broadcaster of the year or have Dan Patrick show win show of the year? I would rather have the show win. But but I've won the other awards, <laughs> that, the individual one. That's a caveat. You've got a few in the tank. Yes, yes. That I would definitely, I want the, I so bad, badly want the uh, show to win. And selfishly, I'm sorry to say this, maybe I shouldn't admit it out loud, I would rather the show win than you win too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's the answer. I agree. Absolutely. I want the show to win. Win a, a sports Emmy. I, I see where Pat McAfee's trying to get into the sports Emmy chase here. Like, he'd love to have a sports Emmy. Wait, wait your turn, Pat. Come on. Like, let me have kind of a swan song, a farewell tour. 
Got McAfee breathing down my throat here. Yes. Not like any of us is trying to be an all-pro punter. He's already had yeah. a great career. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Give us a little something, Pat. Yeah. Uh, we'll try to get Greg McElroy back. Best and worst of the weekend. Taylor in California. Hey, Taylor, what's on your mind today? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, uh, my best of the weekend is San Francisco Giants taking the throne back from the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, my worst of the weekend is the Fresno State Bulldogs almost pulling the upset over Oregon. Just turnovers killed us. Yeah, Thanks, that was guys. a lot closer. Yeah, thank you, Taylor. That was a lot closer than people thought, Fresno against Oregon. Uh, Scott in Montana. Hey, Scott, what's on your mind? Hey, DP. Um, yeah, so best of the weekend was Montana beating Washington. First time an FCS team has an FBS team in five years, ranked FBS team. And then Polly gave me the worst. I just went face palms when he said the best of his weekend was the blue hosiery. I, I mean, he's such an FCS guy. How does he not pick Montana beating Washington as his best of the weekend? I'm just blown away by him. Right. Rarely does he disappoint. Okay, Scott. Uh, yes, Paul. Erroneous. Erroneous. Earlier I had Montana, the Grizz, out of Missoula as my best of the week. But uh, Seton grabbed it, so I had to call an audible. Mm. Yeah, we were deliberately, there was a segment earlier where we were all deliberately taking Paul's best of the weekend options. Yeah, because we knew, we knew what Paul was going to say was best of the weekend. Yes, McLovin. I did not hear Paul say Montana was the best of the weekend. I think it's a technicality, but I think that caller is right. Well, I think he wanted to say it, but somebody else took it before he could say it, in fairness to Paul. Uh, is Greg McElroy back with us? Uh, all right, Greg. So there, there was a communication, a, you know, connection problem because I, I actually thought you said you'd rather have the national title than win the Heisman. Uh, I love that you're trying to say as if I was crazy in answering that. I said I would never trade my national championship in for anything. The Heisman would potentially make me think twice, but no. The national championship is something that we earned collectively, Dan. While, yes, as a Heisman Trophy winner, you get to cash in in Nissan commercials. You get to do a lot of amazing things, and your individual legacy will live on forever. But collectively doing something together, a la the national championship, man, come on, I'm not trading that in. No way. When you go back to Tuscaloosa, do you have to buy dinner? <laughs> Depends on how nice the restaurant is. And uh, knowing the, the quality of the restaurants that we have in the beautiful city that is Tuscaloosa, yes, I have to, have to buy dinner quite often. Uh, but, yes, I, I have, I've had to buy dinner. Drinks, however, um, usually those come uh, free of charge uh, as long as you leave a pretty decent-sized tip. But when you played at Alabama, you didn't have to buy a dinner or buy drinks. That is inaccurate because NIL <laughs> at that point, as I appreciate you trying to connect the dots and lead me down this dangerous path. Every time I come in on here, I go viral for something remarkably inappropriate. And some comment will live on in infamy forever because of something I say with you guys. So, no, I'm not going to take the bait on that one under no circumstance. But name, image, and likeness your final season at Alabama. How do you think you could have cashed in? Uh, I think I would have done pretty well. Um I don't know to what extent because some of the numbers that have been thrown out here at that point, social media was early, right? It was very much in its infancy. Like you couldn't use Facebook to create a revenue stream. Twitter was just getting underway. So yeah, while you had following the access to the player and the, and the, and the people would not been has been as significant, but yeah, on signing autographs and appearances, um, it probably would have been in excess of six figures. Uh, probably fairly comfortably, too, um, when thinking about the promotional opportunities that you would have had within the state. I and mean, we were the first national champions in 17 years. Uh, so being the starting quarterback, it probably would have been fairly lucrative. Who had the worst weekend in college football? The ACC. Uh, as a whole, the Pac-12 would be a really close runner-up, given the uh, – inexplicable loss that Washington had as a top 20 team, as a team that prides himself on their offensive line and getting pushed around by an FCS opponent. But I would say those two by far and away had the most disappointing performances. The fact, and here's just to put the ACC's performance into perspective. A lot of people are saying the finest moment for the ACC came on Sunday night in what was a moral victory by one of their blue blood schools. 
That, to me, gives you a sense Mm. of where the ACC is at. And I'm not saying Florida State wasn't impressive. They were. Remarkably impressive. The team's made a ton of progress, and I'm proud of them for the for the effort that they put on the field on Sunday night. But that gives you a perspective of where that league is right now with the top-to-bottom lack of quality that they have throughout. What about LSU losing at UCLA? I can't say that was surprising, Dan. I mean, LSU had struggled on the defense side of the football last year, but I think this was as much about UCLA being legit. I mean, this is a UCLA team in year number four under Chip Kelly that started a bunch of freshmen four years ago and were awful. But then you started to see them make some strides. And then last year, we actually did their game against USD, Dan, and they were a team that I thought to myself, like, man, if not for COVID, what could have been? But with the challenges that they had in the Pac-12 not starting until early November and having a weird fall camp, it was almost as if they – had their growth stunted as a team and as an organization. But now fast forward this year and all the pieces are starting to come together. They have a lot of veterans. They've added a couple pieces via the transfer portal. And Chip has created a scheme running the football that is almost impossible to defend, especially with the running backs running as hard as they are and a quarterback that can carve you up occasionally when on the move throwing the football. So I actually think last weekend's performance, while it was a disappointing performance for LSU, I actually came away equally impressed by what UCLA did. How hyped up should uh, Alabama fans be with uh, Bryce Young? Uh, I don't think Alabama fans need any help hyping themselves up. (laughs) Every year, this is the greatest team in the history of the world. Uh, But this is obviously after a weekend in which you saw some teams really not put together complete performances. I mean, Dan, against quality opponents, you could probably count on two hands how many really dominant performances there were by teams on both sides of the football. Like from what one team might have done offensively, they struggled defensively. That would be, say, uh, let's say Oklahoma, uh, using them as an example. Well, some teams dominated defensively and struggled offensively. We'll use Georgia. So, I mean, there's plenty of teams that are looking at themselves in the mirror on Monday saying, man, we left a lot of opportunities on the field on both sides of the football. Alabama was one of the few teams that really looked complete, both offensively and defensively, and if you want to go one step further in the special teams game as well. So uh, it should be no surprise that Alabama, with the talent that they have, um, they're always going to be as good as anybody in college football. But to be that good that early, uh, I think that was a little bit of a warning shot to the rest of the of the world that, that's watching them play at a level that not many people can replicate. Does the targeting rule work? Ooh, yes, it does. But we need to do a better job as a sport making sure people understand it. Like there are broadcasters – and people and coaches that don't understand the rule. And I think that's occasionally frustrating because people have a difficult time understanding why it's called targeting. And and it, just because it's helmet to helmet, Dan, doesn't mean it's targeting. It doesn't mean it's an automatic ejection. And it doesn't mean that the refs are against your team. It's not. It's it, Helmet to helmet happens almost on every single play. But in order for it to be targeting, you have to have – One, an indicator, which is initiating contact with the crown of your helmet, or you have to have a launch or an upward thrust. So think about a player launching upward towards the head or neck area of a defenseless player. Those are the two indicators. If it's one of those two indicators, it can potentially be targeting depending on where the contact and the forcible contact takes place. So I think we need to do a better job as a sport educating people and I don't think people want to be educated. I think in some ways people don't really want to learn the rule. They just don't like that it's not the barbaric Ronnie Lott, I'm going to take your head off across the middle type of game that it once was. It's just not that way. We're trying to keep players safe. And we have actually, Dan, seen changes in players' behavior. Now, week one, week two, week three, you see a lot more targeting fouls because guys aren't as dialed in to tackling fundamentals. But as the season goes along, you'll see less and less. So, yes, last night was eye-opening. Four targeting fouls in the first half alone in that Louisville Ole Miss game, some of which were inexcusable, where guys are just leading and spearing with the crown of their helmet. So uh, it works, but 
I think we need to do a better job making sure people understand why it's targeting and how we reached the targeting rule and why a guy got ejected and it could potentially affect them, not just for this game, but for the next game as well. Talking to Greg McElroy, former Alabama quarterback. He's a college football analyst for ESPN and ABC. You were on the call for Notre Dame and Florida State. How would you sum up Mac Milton's comeback story? Man, was that was that crazy or what? I mean, you as someone that was watching the game and just sitting there, because I can tell you what it felt like in the booth, I would like to know from your perspective, Dan, as someone that's consumed a ton of sports, what was it like knowing the story and seeing him back out there almost – orchestrating one of the most amazing comebacks we've ever seen. Well, I remember having him on the show when he was at Central Florida, and then he had that devastating injury, and it's almost like a ghost reappeared in a different uniform, and you go, oh, my God, Mac Milton is back on the sidelines. And then he goes into the game, and whoever your director was on that game, showing his parents, that, that just made it all work because you saw that parents can only do so much. You're watching your son. You probably deep down don't want him to be playing because he nearly lost his leg. Weren't even sure if he'd even be able to walk. Now he's playing, and you're there watching it in person with the doctor who performed the surgery. I, yeah. That, it's crazy. I mean, that, that's something out of a movie. It, it, it's almost as if if you put it in a movie, Dan, it w- people would say that's too far-fetched. That's ludicrous. It would never happen. Yeah. But it was happening right there, right before our very eyes. And it was, it was unbelievable. And to see the shots of his mom, I want to give credit to Jeff Evers and our amazing camera crew. I mean, our, Jeff Evers, our director. I mean, he to capture that moment and to see his mom uncontrollably crying. And then at the end of the drive, as soon as her son – got off the field, you finally saw her exhale. You can only imagine what the anxiety was like. I was nervous. I mean, I with no rooting interest whatsoever. I was a nervous wreck. Like, oh, my God, don't hit this kid. Like, give him a black jersey. He's untouchable. Don't hit him. You know, so it was like a level of anxiety that was tough to really comprehend while also trying to be professional within the broadcast. And yet, internally, all of us, rooting for Mackenzie Milton, not to win the game. It was just, just rooting for his health, rooting for his satisfaction of completing this long, arduous comeback, man. It was insane. I've never had an experience like that in the booth. It was almost as a, it was almost an out-of-body experience to see that. And, uh, of course, he, did, he didn't win the game. Notre Dame hung on and, and did what they needed to do down the stretch. But, man, just to see the magic in the air that night, on the first night in which – they're playing a football game in Tallahassee after Bobby Bowden's, Bowden's passing. And then you just have the magic of Mackenzie Milton, who has always been a magical player, but a magical player now on a completely reconstructed leg. It was something that I will never forget. It was absolutely unbelievable, and you're 100% right. It was a movie script that we were living out right before our very eyes on national television. Uh, if you see Jeff Evers, tell him uh, great job. Uh, I wasn't sure who the director was, but uh, knowing Jeff at the mothership uh, when I worked there, uh, congrats to him. That was, that was great. And uh, we're having Mac Milton on the show tomorrow, so uh, should be fun. Uh, you'll be tell him he made tell him as if he he didn't need any more fans, but he got about <laughs> eight million more fans on Sunday night after the performance and just the heart that he displayed. It was unbelievable. Greg, great to talk to you again. Thanks for joining us. Uh, tell Joe Tessitore we said hello. <laughs> Sounds good, man. So good to talk to you guys. Miss y'all. Hope y'all are doing well. That's Greg McElroy. He'll be on the call with uh, let's see. He's got Arkansas and Texas. At Arkansas, that'll be coming up Saturday night, 7.30 Eastern. We'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply did you realize 20,000 LSU fans made the trip to the Rose Bowl I always wonder about that long ride back you're ready for that party at the hotel after the game and then you go in and you're like yeah that wasn't good no that wasn't good yeah that wasn't good oh I wonder if that national title win is going to seem like a long time ago 2019 but give credit to UCLA. That's a big win. Big win. All right, last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. Uh, this day in sports history, final results of the poll question. Let's cram it all in here, McLovin. What do you have? Okay, the hour three poll was, would you rather win the national title as starting quarterback but not the Heisman or the Heisman? 52% said national title. Okay. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. And Discover's accepted at 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations do apply. Sean in Kansas joins us. Hi, Sean. What's on your mind today? Uh, hey, guys. First-time caller, long-time listener. Uh, first off, Dan, you've been a huge influence. You're what made me want to get into journalism. And I just got my master's from K-State in May in journalism. So I just want to thank you for all the influence that you've had on me since I was just a kid watching you on SportsCenter. Awesome. Um, the best of the weekend for me, Salvador Perez has 41 home runs, which is second in the MLB, and he does not get talked about at all if it's not in the Kansas City media. And uh, I think personally, if he had not been bracketed where he was in the home run derby, he probably would have won the home run derby. And I think people might be talking about him a little bit more. All right. But uh, the, worst, the worst of the weekend, I mean – Omar from The Wire passing. He's probably one of the best characters in scripted television ever, and it's just going to be really rough to uh, to think that he's not around making making movies and making TV shows anymore. But uh, thanks for taking my call, guys. Thank you, Sean, and good luck. Yeah, when you think of The Wire, 
just the character Omar, Michael K. Williams, he was 54 years of age. And uh, nobody had heard from him for a couple of days. He was in his Brooklyn apartment, and somebody went over found him. Uh, he was also in uh, Boardwalk Empire the night of. He was in that. He's one of those where you see him, and then he takes the scene. Anytime Omar was on screen in The Wire, you're like, Something, something's happening, and it's probably not good. Yeah, Paul. I, I read a story just last night about uh, Michael K. Williams. When he got hired to be on The Wire, he had never handled a gun before in his life. He had no experience. He had, like, dance experience. And they had him a shotgun, and he was supposed to, like, shoot it and then reload and shoot in the scene. He goes, how would I reload a shotgun? And he had, they had to walk him through, like, the prop masters. He went in the back room with some gun person, a prop master, for two hours. And David Simon, the guy from The Wire, came when he said when he came out, he was like a different person. In two hours, he had mastered it and came out like a gunslinger. Really cool story. The thing that strikes you the most about The Wire, and I know there are people who talk about The Wire in and, 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 and glowing terms, and, and rightfully so, but what struck me when I was watching it, I honestly got the feeling I was watching like closed-circuit TV on the projects in Baltimore where this was all going on. Like, I wasn't supposed to be seeing this. The way it was shot, how it was shot, the feeling that it gave you, the lingo that was there, I just thought that I, I, I was eavesdropping on a conversation, a situation, a lifestyle. And I thought that that was the brilliance of The Wire. Uh, Chip Kelly's going to join us on the program tomorrow after that win against LSU. Uh, nice. Good job there, Todd, reaching out to them. Uh, Jeff in Pennsylvania. Hi, Jeff. Yeah, best of the weekend, Matt Milton and his family. Worst of the weekend, passing of Tunch Bilkin. Oh, yes, the uh, former Steeler offensive lineman and broadcaster passing away uh, as well. Patrick in Arizona. Hey, Patrick, welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, Dan. And that's uh, the caller before last kind of stole the thunder of what I was going to talk about. Um, I had the opportunity to be in the courtroom scene with Michael K. Williams. I was doing background work, starting my acting career. And uh, that man was a, a, a gentleman and a scholar. He was fantastic to watch work. It was a uh, one of the all-time great scenes. I actually, it was a 17-hour day, went to sleep in the benches, and I was awakened by Dominic West because I was snoring so loud. I sat up, and everybody in the courtroom's looking around and laughing about it. Well, a couple years later, I'm waiting tables in downtown D.C., and Mike K. Williams is having dinner. And I go over to him, and I start talking to him, and I said, hey, I was in that courtroom scene, blah, blah, blah. He goes, were you that fool that was snoring in the back? <laughs> and the fact that he just brought it up and remembered it, it was so, it was so cool. He was such a great guy, and it's such, so sad to hear, you know, like him and Fuquan Johnson and, the, you know, the story of what happened in L.A. this weekend. It's just sad, man. And so a lot of love out to people who are struggling with addiction and hope people can get through it. Well, thank you, Patrick. Uh, an extra on the wire. Uh, this day in sports history, Paul. Got a few. Uh, the, uh, NFL Pro Football Hall of Fame was uh, started in Canton, Ohio in 1963. In 1979, ESPN debuted, made its debut on cable TV, this date in 1979. And in 1998, Mark McGuire set the Major League Baseball record for most home runs in a single season. The previous record, Dan, I don't know if you knew this, was 61. <laughs> Just checking. 1979, Lee Leonard and George Grand anchored the very first sports center. Forever indebted to them. Got a chance to uh, say hello to George Grant a couple of years ago up at the mothership when they celebrated the uh, 40th anniversary. And they had no idea at the time what ESPN could be. Nobody did. I mean, they would carry softball, uh, Australian rules football, the world's strongest man, because they didn't have any rights to, to any of these leagues, any of these sports. Um, let's see. Was there another one I was going to bring? Oh, Hard-hitting Mark Witten hit four home runs on this day, and that was against the Reds. And uh, our buddy Rob Dibble, I think, gave up the last home run to Mark Witten. Came to the plate. He had already had three home runs. The Cardinals were um, winning this game comfortably. And I remember Rob Dibble saying, I, I wanted to, if he was going to hit it, I was going to throw it as hard as I could. And uh, Mark Witten, I think, hit it over the center field wall. You know, Dibble just basically said, look, you're going to hit four home runs in a game. I'm going to give you an opportunity to earn it through it. Fastball, boom, gone. 
Let's go around the room, what we learned on the program. I'll start with you, Toddler. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts found it randomly hilarious you brought up Nick Saban and D's nuts today. Yeah, he didn't confirm the story, but that laugh pretty much did. He didn't deny it. McLovin? My quarterback, Jalen Hurts, is ready to go for the season. Mm, good luck with that season. Seton O'Connor? Jalen Hurts seems like a good guy. Yeah. Uh, Paulie? Mr. Composure, Jalen Hurts. You mentioned D's nuts. He loses it. <laughs> Try that on the field. He's like, oh, that's a random... Random uh, mention there. Uh, Mac Milton tomorrow. Chip Kelly on the program tomorrow as well. Todd, what did I learn? Darius Rucker will be singing the national anthem at the Dolphins home opener. He says Marvin Gaye, Whitney Houston did it best. Intelligence runs in the family. Innovation runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. 2021 Mercedes-Benz. The range of SUVs. Every member is waiting to impress. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Good to be back. Thanks for joining us. All the phone calls, emails, tweets, all around support. Once again, Florida State quarterback Mac Milton tomorrow, UCLA head coach Chip Kelly. For Seton, Paulie, Fritchie, McLove, and yours truly, this has been the Dan Patrick Show. Have a great day, everybody. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite.